heads up, a small disclaimer for everyone. Unfortunately, the CEO and co-founder of uh, ZoidPay, Eduardo Donetsch, uh, won't be joining us today due to um, some unfortunate circumstances that popped up uh, along the day, and uh, he cannot be, uh, he won't be joining us tonight. So, unfortunately, we cannot uh, get his insights, but maybe we can get him onto another Twitter space in the near future. And I think we can slowly start, uh, as some community members have joined. More will join along the way. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to say hello and welcome everyone to the fifth edition of the Istari Vision X Products Highlights Twitter Spaces, where we are where we highlight and talk about the upcoming X products for the Multiverse X ecosystem. And today's main subject is X Money Fiat and X Money Crypto which are said to be the next step in the evolution of the digital finance in Europe. And joining me today are an illustrious set of guests, my fellow colleague Mihai Stefan, who is the product owner at Starry Vision, along with Augustin Dobre, who is the CEO at Twispay, soon to be ex Fiat, and Felipe Castro, who is the CCO at Utrust, soon to be uh, ex Crypto. Glad to have you gentlemen here today, and thank you for taking a bit of time out of your schedule to sit down and talk with us about the upcoming product. Uh, so, without further ado, can you gentlemen please present yourselves, what you're currently working on, what you're building, and if I have the honor, can I have Mr. Augustin first? Yes, thank, thank you very much for such a illustrious presentation. <laughs> I am truly humbled, first of all. No, thank you for joining. <laughs> We're humbled to have an yeah. amazing guest. Thank you. Okay, so so uh, j just to say a few words about me and uh, uh, my background for the for the li listeners out there. So uh, I come with from a finance banking background. I've been in Twispay since 2017, since we launched the brand, the Twispay brand. And uh, after uh, the acquisition that was made by Elrond, we are preparing the next step for us. The, the next step will be X Money Fiat. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about what we are building, what we are preparing, because there are a lot of great, great things that uh, are going to happen, uh, starting probably from from our side, from our perspective, from 2023, from, from the start of next year. Thank you for your presentation. And uh, Felipe, can I have your short Absolutely. Uh, thank, intro? Thank you very much for the presentation as well. Uh, as you know, my name is Philippe. I'm the co one of the co-founders of Utrust, uh, soon to be X Money Crypto. Uh, I was in this landscape since the beginning when I the, initially uh, joined the company or started the company with my co-founders and now part of this uh, big uh, Multiverse X family. Uh, it's it's uh, it's amazing to be part of this ecosystem in payments part of this 
building this future uh, of money and, and really, really excited what we are going to bring to market and what we are building together with everyone around uh, this ecosystem. Uh, a bit of my background, uh, it's a bit mixed. So I was actually started as a, in software and as an engineer. Uh, I moved on to uh, more business, uh, took an MBA and uh, had a more business-focused background and then actually moved into uh, compliance. Uh, for last years, I've been the CCO Chief Compliance Officer at Utrust, soon to be X money crypto, and now I'm actually having uh, uh, special projects uh, co cooperating with other departments in other initiatives uh, outside of our scope. And really, really glad to be here uh, and talk about more what we are building and what we'll be doing together. Thank you. I think uh, everyone in the community is really excited about uh, Q1 2023 since. Uh, March of this year, March or May of this year, uh, the announcement of the accusation of uh, TwistPay was made. And since then, there's been so many talks and threads and posts in the community about the possibilities. And of course, the car that might be coming as well, or that is coming now, that's a certainty. And uh, it will be definitely a game changer uh, within the ecosystem. But uh, before uh, jumping into the main subject, uh, we are curious about all our guests' uh, initial opinions about the rebrand of uh, Elrond Network to the Multiverse X, especially considering uh, your guys' unique point of view as uh, payment providers. Uh, what was your take uh, on the new direction of the ecosystem with the heavy focus on the metaverse? So I, I think I'm going to start first, if I was the first to present myself. Please. Again, uh, just as a personal uh, point of view, uh, I do believe that the Multiverse X rebranding and also all the products announced in X-Day in Paris are a logical step towards bridging uh, let's say, the virtual and digital world and bringing utility of that in the physical and real world. So the, the, the focus on the metaverse, from my point of view, is a logical step that Elrond uh, should have and has made in order to, let's say, build and make this uh, this bridge to where, to, between the two two worlds uh, and what i saw in paris what i saw in x day all the community agreed and uh, i do believe it was a, a one one of the best events that i took part of not not only in the let's say the crypto world but also in the events that i usually uh, in the past uh, have participated in and I'm, I'm meaning financial events conferences again I'm coming from a very very let's say traditional background but uh, the conclusion from my, my, my side was that X day in Paris and Multiverse X was a, a new beginning that, that this, uh, this ecosystem really needed especially now in this in this market yeah definitely it was uh, much 
much needed, as you said, because it was very conflicting with uh, with other, uh, sort of say, meta worlds in the real world or in the fantasy world of uh, Lord of the Rings. So uh, I'm sure it didn't help uh, with uh, a lot of uh, legal issues. So especially, yeah, considering the brand. But uh, now it's uh, everything is clear. A nice yeah. brand and uh, I, I, I don't know if, if the if there was a discussion about branding and legal issues. I do believe that this step was prepared by the team long ago, even if it was announced very let's say in one event, but the mastermind behind it, it and the planning took months to months to, to achieve. And again, from from my perspective. It was what the community and the crypto space needed. They needed a, a, a new, a new, let's say, base layer, and and that's what what happened in in that in X Day in Paris, from my point of view. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Philippe? What was your um, take on the rebranding? Well, I think it's 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 really interesting as. Uh, Elrond seem to be multiverse. Like it's, it's it's the combination of all those different companies and brands, and it, it will be really hard to go forward, and maybe a bit confusing to our, all of our communities, to our, all our different users, as we are focused in different segments or products in the market as individual companies, to have this unified identity without this rebrand. So I think it's. A, great step in the right direction and it will really benefit all the users in our different businesses and ecosystems towards one single identity one single strong brand that they can all identify and move towards and it also helps to kind of unify everything that we do in x money so i think going forward if we forward like five eight years ten years there'll be no x money crypto or x money fiat it'll be x money so I think it, it goes naturally towards consolidation, towards a single brand, a strong brand that can really have the mass appeal to be this catalyst to, towards mass adoption for payments, for metaverse, and everything that we're going to do together. So I think it's, it's, it's really an amazing move, uh, independent of all the other reasons to, of course, uh, do the rebrand. Yes, and uh, since we're on on the subject of uh, X Money, we might as well jump into the meat of the subject. Since, uh, of course, as I said, uh, since the announcement of uh, the partnerships with the, the now Multiverse X ecosystem with uh, Utrust and then uh, TwistPay, uh, of course, the uh, the direction was showing towards uh, payment solutions and. Uh, of course, this uh, uh, spurred a lot of uh, discussions and uh, posts within the community, and people were speculating for such a long time on when is it coming, when is it happening, because it's already obvious. And as per X-Day, uh, Q1 2023 will uh, mark uh, the beginning of the new era of the ecosystem and the new era for the blockchain space in, in general, because it's such a massive uh, step forward uh, from a regulatory perspective as well. 
So if I can jump into uh, the subject um, with like a question, um, I'm curious of, of what is the adoption rate of users uh, of your platforms in the current market conditions, be it uh, merchants or consumers? Where is the interest coming from currently? Okay, let's, uh, in, in order to answer uh, correctly your question, I need to set, let's say, the, the, the pieces in place. So just for everybody that is honing in and listening to, to this discussion. Uh, so ju just as a very short summary of what Twispay is in order to answer your question. So we are an e-money institution. E-money institutions are like, let's say, comparable with a bank. We can do everything that a bank can, can provide as regard to financial services. The only uh, thing and the only product we cannot provide under this e-money license is deposits. And everything else is on the table for us. So we are, let's say, like a neo bank. We provide, ju just to make as an just just as an example, Revolut when it started this business, were acting like like exactly they had the exactly same license that we have and we hold right now. So we are an e-money institutions licensed in from by the Bank of Romania, the National Bank of Romania and with services passported in all the EA countries. That, that's what we did until, let's say, this year. Our main focus was providing payments, payment rails for e-commerce platforms. So any company in Europe that had an online presence and they wanted to accept cards as a payment method, could go through our onboarding process that was fully online. And at the end of it, we provided the rails in order to accept uh, card payments. Of course, being a, 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 a financial institution, we are a principal member of MasterCard. We are a principal member of Visa. This means that all these connections were done directly via our principal membership license. Until now, we focused on merchant acquiring, as I told you. And I can tell you that the adoption rate from our, from our let's say, standard service uh, grew three or four fold this year. Wow. So again, probably is not directly connected with the crypto space. Maybe, uh, and that's uh, one uh, one thing that you need to have in in mind. The e-commerce uh, growth and the payments in e-commerce are growing uh, year by year. So we had one of the the biggest increase from our starting uh, the from our point when we starting the Twistbay brand. So uh, we are seeing a lot of uh, interest in the platform. We are seeing a lot of interest in the benefits that, the, let's say, the traditional uh, card processes, uh, card process is bringing via Twistpay. So from our point, it was a good year, but for in 2023, and probably we'll discuss this later on, we are seeing the best year, and 
that is because we are looking forward to what X money is going to bring to the table. Oh, that's amazing. I'm really curious about uh, your take on this, uh, Felipe. What is what are the stats showing uh, at your end of the spectrum? Yeah, I would I would say our story is very similar uh, with uh, what Augustine uh, just described. Maybe our business, uh, or at least the uh, trust component, is a bit different uh, than TwistPay. We also focus on e-commerce merchants, but we help them on the part of the crypto acceptance since our inception. We focus on that component specifically, so we help merchants specifically accept cryptocurrency but at the same time from their clients we convert that crypto and make sure that that conversion into a stable value uh, that they can accept uh, in their bank account and works with all their systems everything basically just works they don't have to have specific integrations they don't have to deal with chains any of the complexities of the blockchains it's a plug-and-play solution just plugs into their system and it just works. And in terms of growth, uh, we also have experienced in the past years a huge amount of growth. I would say the pandemic years, uh, because of the shift of the pattern, people shop more online, they spend or have spent more time uh, shopping online or doing activities that are more in the metaverse than in the real verse, uh, if you put it that way. So during those years, we've experienced an amazing amount of growth. And a lot of that behavior, I think it's is, is going to be persistent. So that will persist going forward. So I have the same opinion as Augustine that we will experience even more growth in 2023 because that demand from the merchant side to have a solution such as ours integrated, it's just going to grow. A lot of people do ask, so because we're going through bear market or bear period, does that influence the business or not? And I would have to say no. Uh, we have been here for, for many years. Uh, we've seen all of this before. And what we have experienced is that the demand from the merchants, from the users, does not go away uh, during those periods. It's not correlated uh, with the ups and downs of the market, but it actually keeps on growing. Uh, so actually, yes, I would expect uh, the demand to keep on growing and basically to have more merchants and more users uh, using our solution within those merchants. Uh, so it's basically a testament to the technology and the benefits it brings to uh, everyone. Absolutely, so absolutely. It doesn't, uh, markets may go up and down, but uh, adoption is uh, trade pointing towards the sky sort of sort of say and uh, but uh, i'm curious like what might be of a, a factor that is kind of holding back the true mass adoption of merchants uh, from adopting crypto payments even though the benefits are clear is it is it more about uh, crypto education for uh, for the merchants or is it due to the technology mm -hmm. I can only speculate, and I will let uh, Philippe uh, take the lead on this one. But from from my point of view, um, the um, adopting the the um, adoption of crypto payments right now uh, is is also connected not only to 
crypto education because this as anybody in this space can see it's starting to be more and more present in the market i think technology wise uh there are solutions very straightforward solutions in order to implement uh crypto payments like utrust is is offering but i i think that one of the blockages right now and even i don't know if the the all the crypto space or all all the users agree with me i think it's also the lack or or or, or a very minimum regulation framework that is in place and, and from my point of view some merchants uh rely heavily and some let's say government merchants or very very big merchants that are very used to acquiring uh in the traditional way in order to have the switch of mentality and to switch to crypto payments or or to to at least try crypto payments are looking also in a regulatory framework in order for their businesses to be protected from their point of view again it's it's my personal uh, opinion on this and i will let uh, felipe uh let's say uh, give us his inside knowledge because he's more focused on that side that, than i am thank you but you're you're yeah. absolutely right Augustine. i think uh you nailed that uh because the demands at the end of the day when we talk about adoption there's multiple vectors but two main vectors of adoption most of the times we talk about user adoption so people having uh more adoption of crypto in their lives maybe having their first wallet their first crypto and then there's the adoption for companies for e-commerce specifically and that is a, a different ballpark and that's where it becomes really really difficult and challenging and that's why it's it's really hard to work with merchants to make sure it's not only a matter of education but make sure that we have all the requirements in place and here comes the part of regulation here comes the part of stability not in terms of technology but in terms of confidence to markets to everything related to the ecosystem and to the integration that those merchants are expecting from a traditional PSP that not only we have to match, but we have to combine with the challenges of blockchain. So we basically are facing a two-sided dilemma and we have to, of course, be adaptive to all the developments of blockchain, but at the same time, we need to work in a regulated space we need to work under a framework that the merchants can and are willing to work and provide all the necessary assurances that we're going to do a good job and provide uh, all the services that they require uh, from a service such as ours, which is a very, very challenging uh, process indeed. Uh, another challenge is, of course, uh, deal execution. Of course, onboarding an individual might be something that can be done in minutes and at scale, but onboarding a new merchant, a new business, it's a whole different ballpark. It's, it, it can take weeks. Sometimes for really big merchants can take months. So the deal flow is also very, very different. And of course, the bigger the merchant, the higher the challenge, but of course, higher the reward. And yeah, it's, it's quite difficult, difficult to, to work in terms of adoption um, towards bigger merchants, but 
we are going in that direction. And with the advent of more and more adoption at the user level, it grows actually the need and the pressure for merchants to come up and to integrate a solution such as Utrust uh, due to that user demand. So it's actually a compounding effect. So the, the demand from the users, the more education on the user level actually compounds and puts pressure on the merchants themselves to actually have more propensity to integrate uh, faster than they would have otherwise. But again, main challenges, regulatory, and the business cycle themselves. I hope that wasn't too long. And if I may add a, a few a few words from my side as well, because we at the Starry Vision have been using, for example, Utrust for for a, a plethora of uh, of um, use cases, including yeah, um, since we are a crypto startup, our team is connected into the multiverse ex ecosystem deeply, and yeah, we want to have kind of skin in the game, so. Uh, receiving payments also in crypto has been uh, something that uh, we have done and onboarded our team into using Utrust, and we can say it has been a seamless experience. But indeed, it's harder on the regulatory side. It's harder to keep track of all of this, to make the old guard understand uh, what is what is the value here, what is the value transferred, how it can be associated with the traditional uh, um units of account and how it can be put within the current um, yeah, accounting processes and all that uh, pro uh, all that um, uh, um, stuff that needs to, to be clarified to the regulators in order for the companies to, to be, um, yeah, or the employees to be fully uh, in accordance to the law. So, but uh, it has been, um, as, uh, as you, you two mentioned, Difficult, but only sky is the limit. We have used also Utrust for our event in Germany, to our community event, to to for the community to purchase NFT tickets, which also has been very successful and very easy to integrate and and very a seamless experience for for the the participants. But yeah, again, it's it's all about the the regulatory frameworks that uh, should be able to. To make these thing, things easier to onboard, to check, and to have all the the processes and frameworks in in place, so that um, companies don't have to to go through painful processes of explaining to each uh, reg, uh, regulatory body, banks, and each institution what they want to do in crypto, how they do it, and explain everything from from uh, from zero. I think that's the the thing that holds back adoption at the moment. The products themselves make makes things 10x, 1000x almost easier uh, than uh, what we currently experience, in my opinion, at least. It makes things global, instant, fast, and reliable, as it has, uh, should have been from the beginning with the initial vision of blockchain. Exactly, right on. <laughs> It's a, it's a series of challenges, but as more and more businesses uh, integrate uh, our solution and we start having more and more scale, it has, again, a compounding effect. And of course, on the regulatory side, we are in the path to have more and more clarity. So I think we are on a really good path towards having 
uh, a lot more clarity on the regulators, at least uh, in the European Union and developing countries. Definitely. And I would say one, one other interesting component um, that I think many uh, of uh, our listeners and uh, Multiverse X uh, uh, community members are curious about is the X card. So um, I wanted to drop in uh, with a question also and ask, um, because some people might not understand why it is such an important milestone for um, the crypto space in general. So we are all excited within the ecosystem, but uh, people might ask themselves, since crypto.com also has a card, Binance has a card, Coinbase has a card, what makes the X card, the X card stand out compared to the competition? What are the USPs? And what should the community really be excited about? Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take this just uh, for start, just just to start a little bit uh, to answer your your question. <laughs> is it's not about X card, it's more about X money. So uh, think of of X card is only a tool, a starting tool, but the real interesting proposition is that the fact that when you will have access to that, you will have access to an e-money account. And on that e-money account, you will have the card attached to the e-money account. So it's like having a new bank in your portfolio and a card is just one of the things that can be provided. And I think for, for, the, for the community, it's very simple to say, okay, it's a card, and we're gonna have something similar to crypto.com or to Binance, but it's just a first step. It's the first step in uh, the, the, let's say, a mix between the traditional finance world, where you have your deposit account, when you have your loans, when you have your uh, uh, anything that is strictly financial, mixed with the crypto space. So it's not only about X-Card. X-Card is just the first product that is going to be constructed in this new new, new universe called X-Money. So me being from, let's say, from a, from a very technical and very... Uh, financially driven background, I am excited. So if I'm excited for, for something like uh, like what X-Money will bring in the game, I do believe that anybody should, should uh, see that it will be a huge, huge opportunity. And X-Card, yes, X-Card is the first step towards a new, let's say, financial rail. Thank you so much, uh, Augustine, and I fully agree that uh, I think everyone is excited about the opportunities of crypto finally meeting the traditional fi uh, finance rails, so to say, and as you uh, portray them. I think it is important to, to note uh, and to pinpoint exactly what you just said, that X-Card is just a first step, and as the team put it, it's part of a broader, greater ecosystem of X products and also within 
those X products within X money is just the first piece of the of the um, ecosystem. Which it's, I think it's it's it really makes things even more exciting to hear that this is just one step. This is like Benjamin says, it's just day one. We build again and again, and we innovate again and again to to bring new uh, products that uh, yeah ultimately bring mass adoption. So, yeah, exactly. Really thank you. Exactly. Again, it's exactly as you said. I, I, I will disclose something and I, I can tell you that we had the, the team from TwistPay and I, I, for sure, also the team from Utrust from had some very, very interesting discussions with Benjaminian and, and the uh, Multiverse X team. And uh, the conclusion that were, 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 were discussed and the conclusion that we had at the and at the end of those discussions regarding what X money will do, not can do, but will do, is gonna change the game. Again, the X card is it's something very simple that will, from my point of view, will bring adoption because it will be very very simple for a non-crypto related person that uh, hasn't even. Uh, started to taste this kind of space and the opportunities that the crypto space brings. But it will be a very, very simple bridge for him to go from fiat, from current currency, from the currency that he's used to, to go into the crypto space to test and see what opportunities lies there. And if he wants to go back uh, to his fiat, very simple, simple and very safe. That that's that that will be the day one in in mass adoption from from my point of view, but again, we are looking day three, day five, day ten. So the products that we are discussing internally are a lot more complex and will bring a lot more things to the table than just let's say the 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 card and what we are we will launch. Uh, in the next uh, month. Uh, if I may jump in just to quickly, as uh, I'm really uh, interested since, uh, of course, um, Q1 2023 and XCard and the rebranding, the finally the merge of the two companies into X Money will be the first step uh, in the cycle of the whole payment uh, revolution. I'm curious about to think a bit uh, forward and to see look into the future a bit. Uh, what would be like the next step in the evolution of crypto payment providers after, let's say, um, adoption kicks in? Uh, what other opportunities are there to explore through services? So maybe maybe I can... Uh, and put it on, on that one. I think it's very interesting what's happening right now as we move towards a mixed reality environment. So we talk a lot about the metaverse and how we're going to basically combine that real verse and metaverse experience. And I think uh, it's going to be an interesting evolution for payments as well. So we already focus a lot on the online component. Uh, we talk about the card as well as that necessary vector as last mile for POS uh, that is familiar for users. 
to use and integrate in the traditional infrastructure. But if you look at the other spectrum, at, uh, at the metaverse and payments in that ecosystem, I think the experience itself, it's going to be very different from the checkout process that we have currently today when we think of uh, e-commerce and websites. And we have to adapt uh, to that environment. Not the rails themselves that power that, that we already have, but the user experience itself would have to be adapted to that environment. I think that's a fascinating uh, evolution that will happen. And it will be, of course, contingent on how we're going to interact with that metaverse, uh, it's, uh, the device, and how that whole user experience will be. So I see that dynamic uh, translating to that new verse and that new reality and basically being even more seamless than what we have today. Uh, if you think of the simplification of the whole payment checkout experience, but in a way that is completely seamless, think of uh, a virtual tap to pay, uh, but instead of you doing it physically with your card, you do it in the metaverse, for example. This is just something uh, I'm throwing, but again, it's really, really contingent on how users will interact with this new verse that will affect the whole experience and by proxy the payment experience and how will we buy and sell things in that verse. But uh, feel free to interact and add your own thoughts. Uh, I'm curious about uh, also about Augustine's take about uh, looking into the future of uh, the crypto payment uh, industry. Like what other options or opportunities will there be? Uh, I, I truly believe, and, and again, Felipe, this time, uh, beat me to the point. So I, I truly think that what Felipe said made sense. And, and that's one thing that we, we, we are going to focus on, to be, to be honest. I see. All righty. Well, um, another um, idea would be uh, since the platform allows users to receive uh, payments in fiat by swapping the assets instantly upon arrival. Uh, would an option of sending rewards from, let's say, um, metabonding or um, liquidity farms directly to your X card be possible? And when it arrives, uh, it will be converted directly to fiat. I think that this would be an interesting concept and also one that uh, would kind of motivate uh, a lot of DeFi enthusiasts as well to adopt uh, this card. Well, I, I, I do think that a lot of products, as, as I mentioned earlier, are being planned by the, the Multiverse X team. They have now the the, let's say the entities and the regulated companies and the knowledge to implement them. And right now the team is trying to, let's say, focus on the low hanging fruits, the things that can be launched and have uh, an immediate impact on the community, an immediate positive impact on, on the community. And after those are, are, are launched, there are a lot, a lot of other things that can be done. One of them you, you described earlier, and that can be done. Imagine that uh, you can even uh, get a loan. I'm, I'm just, again, I'm just dreaming with my eyes open. So uh, one thing could be you can get a loan, a fiat loan, 
with uh, uh, based on your crypt- uh, virtual assets that you as, as a collateral. So there are a lot, a lot of things that are on the roadmap. And I think uh, Benjamin and the team will uh, will announce them in due time. All right. So it's uh, more un- under the covers. I'm, I'm just trying to get the the meaty information on it, yeah. of course. <laughs> it's normal. Uh, but uh, since you mentioned that it's still at the beginning, uh, going to what is uh, happening currently with the energy competition, uh, some lucky users will have access to the X card earlier than others. Is this is this more for um, testing? Is this more of a testing phase or for the yes, card? Okay, just just to answer it, we're not gonna launch a product that we are not uh, fully happy with, and we're not gonna test it on uh, even on some lucky users. Let's say, I I, I can tell you that. Uh, the testing of, of the product, because again, it will be a regulated product. We got the approvals from the from the institutions that uh, 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 that we work with. So there's gonna be a testing phase, a purely testing phase, and we're gonna call it like a friends and family phase, where some lucky core team members will have the card sooner than everybody thinks. So it's going to be a testing phase and the lucky 150 cards are not going to be in the testing phase because at that point uh, the testing will be done at least the first uh, phase of the testing will be done with the internal teams. So probably in the next uh, couple of weeks uh, there are going to be some lucky persons out there that will hold the X card or uh, in their uh, wallets and they're going to do live transactions in POSs, ATMs, e-commerce and so on. So uh, yeah, the the 150 people, probably they're going to be the lucky ones because they're going to be the first one to use the card outside of the testing phase. I see. It it makes sense. I wasn't really implying that it might be uh, sort of like a beta test or something of the card. Because, of course, the Multiverse X team always uh, delivers on products in, in a high-quality yeah. fashion. It was just more of an, uh, a question towards the idea of, like, uh, why is it more of a soft release and not just make it available for the masses uh, on day one? Uh, again, I do think that uh, in Q1, again, it's going to be a new discussion and the team, the Multiverse 6, will, will, uh, will have uh, a discussion regarding the phases and how the launch will be done, if it's going to be, a, let's say, a soft launch, or if it's going to be a, a mass market launch. The, the only thing that I can add on this, take into consideration the fact that in order to get the card, in order to open your account, you'll need to go through a through a KYC process, uh, video identification, KYC, and so on, just as you open a bank account. Uh, And we do believe that uh, physically, if the community demand is high, so if, let's say, 100,000 or 50,000 
community members would want to have the card. In the background, there are a lot of teams involved in order for the user experience to go very, very smoothly. But if, if you have uh, 10,000 enrollments in one day, it's going to be a, a, we don't want to cause any delay. So there is a discussion of launching the card step by step with incremental growth because, again, we are entering a regulated realm. So we need, it, it will take some time just to issue the cards, just to complete the KYC for so many users, just to personalize the cards, take into consideration also the fact that you will be able to have a physical card, you will be able to have a a virtual card. The virtual card is very simple. You can add it on a later stage on your uh, Google Pay or Apple Pay. That's going to be a, a, a very simple way to use it. But you will be able to also to order the physical card, and that will take time. The personalization of the card, the logistics in order to receive the card in your address. So there are discussions to see exactly what would be the best scenario in order for the community to have the best service out there. The, the two things that are on the table, it's a step-by-step launch with, let's say, 10,000 cards per day or different number of cards that we are providing every day or every month. Or the, the conclusion will be we'll launch at a specific date to any users and we'll scale up the, the teams and providers in order to cover any uh, requirement we will have from the from the community that's awesome i'm re- i'm actually really looking forward to finally uh having my card as well and yeah. uh, uh looking at the time uh because i know we're all on a tighter schedule i would like to ask the community of to leave your questions in the comment section of the twitter space post uh, so that we can uh, ask uh, some of the community curiosities uh, to you guys, if possible, because we have more or less uh, 10 minutes left and uh, we need to give the opportunity to the community as well to uh, ask some intriguing questions, maybe. But, uh, yeah, we'll give it to that a few minutes and uh, slowly we can close it down. Oh, okay. So first of all, we have a question already from Mr. Go Guy Go. Will Americans get the card or digital card? So uh, at this point in time, our license is only EEA based. So we can offer financial services to anybody that is present in the EEA, European Economic Area. We are working to extend that and in the, in the future to have the possibility to have a global license. But at the start, the card and the financial account, let's say the e-money account, will be available, available only for EA uh, users. All right. Hopefully you got that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, a priority set by the team is, of course, 
the possibility to to uh, go global but again being a very regulated financial product uh, you need to have in place the regulatory framework and the companies and the entities and the licenses also from the regulatory body and also for Visa and MasterCard depends what scheme uh, you are using for that, those specific regions in order to provide this kind of very, very secure, very uh, uh, regulated financial services. So as a, as, a, as a conclusion is that, yes, we understand that there is a need to have a global approach. We are looking into that, but at the start, looking into Q1 2023, the card will only be available for EEA users. I see. Perfect. Uh, another question from the community would be uh, still, uh, so from Adrian S. Is, is the UK included? Good question. Right now uh, we have, uh, b- based on the Brexit, uh, we, Twispay, uh, entered a TPR mode. TPR is a temporary permit uh, issued by the by FCA, by the Financial Conduct Authority from UK, where we could provide services during a short period after the Brexit to UK users. Right now, we are still in discussion with FCA to see exactly what would be the solution in order to prolong or to continue continue to to provide this kind of financial services after the expiration of of this temporary permit uh, at at the at the because because these conclusions at this point are not uh, let's say at the end and uh, we are still having discussion with FCA uh, I cannot confirm at this point that in Q1 uh, UK will be will be on the list on or not, but we are pushing and trying to to have it uh, to have it also uh, in the UK after the Brexit. Awesome, that's great to know. Uh, I think we have uh, a question for Mr. Felipe is uh, just another uh, from community member Go Guy Go is. What's the ticker symbol going to be uh, going forward since the merging uh, into X-Money crypto? Yeah, that's an excellent question. And currently, uh, we don't have plans to change anything on that regard. So as as you know, uh, rebranding and changing uh, an established brand is a very complex uh, process. It's not something that can be done overnight. Even for our main page and only the front-end facing elements, it's going to take a long time. After that, uh, we will tackle the elements or the interface elements or the branding elements that are related to APIs, to everything that interacts uh, with the services, which, of course, will take uh, more time. So a rebranding of this nature is not something that it's uh easily done in terms of time scale so it's going to take a while for this uh, to come into effect currently we still uh, we're going to maintain the same ticker symbol uh, of course if that changes we'll duly inform uh, the community and of course everyone else involved uh, and that will be done 
with plenty of time and well in advance if and when we decide to do that change. But for now, everything remains the same in regards to the tickers. All right. Another question would be from community member Eagle Diamond Hands. Will the card be able? Uh, will the card be able for use? Uh, so let me rephrase that. Will the card be able to use multiple currencies? Example: uh, dollars, euros, pounds. Yes. So the the card at launch uh, will be able to use two currencies. Uh, euro being one of them, uh, and we are just to give you, let's say, uh, uh, a new new information out there. Uh, we are in the process of getting a fully multi-currency card approval for from from Mastercard. So in the in the next days after the launch, in the next weeks, in the next months. Uh, yeah, the card will not only be linked to two currencies, it will be a truly multi-currency card. So you will be able to have Euro, USD, GBP, any currency on that card. And all the payments going through those currencies can will, will not, uh, in, in the back end, there will be no conversion. So it will be a truly uh, multi-currency card. In the f- launch, it will be, uh, let's say, multi-currency, but locked with only two currencies available at the launch date. All right, perfect. Another question from um, Manifesta. How will the team handle potential disputes or chargebacks with cryptocurrency payments? That's an interesting well, uh, yeah that, that I think Felipe can can answer yeah that. absolutely sure. so uh, actually uh, in terms of the disputes and chargebacks one of the advantages of cryptocurrency payments uh, is that we actually eliminate chargebacks uh, because there's not all the challenges associated with fraud that are with credit cards uh, in an online environment and that's really an amazing uh, proposition to merchants it's actually one of the reasons uh, traditional merchants are willing to embrace uh, cryptocurrency payment solutions it's it's one of the advantages the uh, the non-existence of chargebacks in a solution uh, such as ours uh, in terms of dispute resolution and what we typically call the uh, refunds, uh, there are several ways. Actually, in terms of uh, gateway, we are kind of agnostic on that process. So we do process the payment and the refund if there is one. Uh, however, the refund process, uh, of course, can be initiated by the merchant if the merchant decides to refund that payment to the user, as it typically happens in other uh, e-commerce platforms. But, uh, of course, the user can also enter a dispute with the merchant itself through uh, you know, their system where they initiated the purchase uh, directly with the merchant. Of course, we are not involved in that process. That's entirely between the merchant and the user itself. But... If after that conclusion, uh, the decision is to revert uh, the payment or to process a refund, of course, we already provide that. So it's nothing that we do not do today. And it, of course, can be translated to other environments online, in the metaverse or in other different contexts. 
All right. We will take uh, one or two more uh, community questions, and after that, uh, we can slowly close it because we're slowly passing the one-hour mark. And I know everyone is super busy with a lot of other stuff. So uh, another question from uh, community member Manifesta would be is, how will the team educate and support merchants in understanding and using cryptocurrency payments? Is there an initiative towards that area? Mm, uh, maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on the question um, when you talk about initiatives or what is the context uh, specifically? I didn't quite get that. Uh, I believe uh, he's trying to refer to like uh, the efforts made by X Money towards uh, educating merchants about the benefits of using oh. payments and helping over overcome any misconceptions or fears they may have. Got it. So it's it's kind of a segue that uh, a point that we touched uh, briefly before on education with merchants and basically aligning towards what the merchants need uh, in terms of payment gateway and what they need to integrate. As we move along uh, towards time and we have more and more merchants on the platform, again, they start to cluster and have this snowball effect where more and more merchants actually capture the attention of other merchants because they, the ones that already have a solution such as ours, they have an advantage. They have a competitive advantage versus the other players and the others don't want to miss out. So that actually creates an, like a snowball effect of more and more merchants interested in adapting and adopting that solution because they get more money, they get more revenue, they get more users, uh, and they don't want to miss out uh, versus their competitors. So that's one way that we are helping the ecosystem grow in terms of e-commerce merchants intrinsically. So there's more vectors, uh, more vectors of helping the users themselves, having a good user experience towards the users on those merchants uh, in terms of integration, in terms of providing all the currencies that the market demands, in terms of providing to the merchants all the APIs and all the features that are necessary for them to integrate within their system. All of that, all that alignment towards the need of the merchants uh, helps that mass adoption at the merchant, which in itself brings more and more merchants. So again, it's not so much in terms of uh, proactive education, but more of features that the merchants want and demand uh, for their integration that actually bring revenue and more and more interest for merchants around them. So the more merchants integrate, the more merchants will come uh, by proxy. And if we continue to focus a lot on that dynamic, we will see that we will continue to grow exponentially. All right, perfect. And for the last uh, community question would be from uh, Ovidiu Popica, and he's asking, uh, will Utrust allow payouts in eGold or USDC on Multiverse X? Right now, it's only ERC-20 tokens. Well, that's, uh, that's a very interesting question. It's something that we are uh, considering. Uh, of course, uh, again, we have, uh, as I previously said, we have to align with the merchant uh, needs and demands. And of course, everything that we have uh, to prepare on the roadmap for an integration, for the this 
whole vision that we are building together. So there's a lot of things to build, a lot of things that we have to prioritize. And as a company, we do have to prioritize, well, the most important elements that our merchants and our partners are requesting. So although we have those features and those into consideration, we need to uh, basically wait and as part of the roadmap establish on a quarterly, on a yearly basis, what we should prioritize because at the end of the day, we have to focus on uh, certain elements. So what I can tell you is that although we know that there is a demand from the user side, from the merchant side, from partner side, it's not something that we are completely prioritizing right now as we have all this demanding integration for the X money uh, for all the services to support this uh, new services, uh, the X card and everything else that of course we are prioritizing as our first milestone for next year. And, and just to add to the information that Felipe gave you, and again, it's not an answer to the questions that, that you put, but just an added information. Based on the MICA regulation that will come into effect, uh, TwistPay or, or X-Money Fiat will be able to issue stable coins in the European Union. So only e-monies and financial institution, credit financial institution like regular banks, so only regular banks and e-money institution will be able to issue stable coins that will be fully regulated, fully backed, fully safe in all of the in all of the Euro, Euro, European Union. Just, just to add on that thought. All right. Well, thank you guys for the amazing answers and insights. And uh, I'm sure everyone is more more than excited now to for the Q1 of 2023 to come and for everyone to get their hands on the cards that are coming out soon. So uh, slowly we can uh, close down this uh, Twitter spaces. I know it's been over an hour now. So thank you, gentlemen, for taking out uh, a bit of time from your schedule, your busy schedule, and to sit down with us and with the community and uh, give us your insights on what is happening in the background, actually. So... It was a pleasure from my side. Thank you. It was a pleasure, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much, buddy, for being here. And uh, keep building. This is uh, what. Uh, it's the build market, of yeah, course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what Benjamin is also always saying. So let's build. Exactly. So, and, so. and to the community, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and on. On behalf of the whole Story Vision team, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will hear each other in the new year with new guests, new topics, and new Twitter spaces. So thank you for everyone for tuning in and see you later. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Take Bye -bye. care. Bye-bye.